Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to another Sunday edition of Third Person Podcast. Is it another edition? Yes. No. no. Just Sundays. Sunday is fun day. Yes. Yes, it is. And bear with me one second. I have to increase the volume on our microphones because I know it's low. Wait, wait. Desktop. No, I can't. Auxiliary. We we had some technical difficulties before the show, so I didn't get this done when I wanted to. That one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was at like 15. That should fix the audio, hopefully. All not, right. I apologize. I do not apologize. I do oh, a little bit anyway. Okay. Cool. I have no idea. No idea if you can hear this loudly or not. Hopefully you can. Uh, welcome. Like I said. Like we said, another edition of. Okay, on the phone. Third person podcast. Pull up the. Where's my show prep? There we go. Show prep. Fancy. Uh, all right. How was your week? Good. A lot of overtime. Not a, no overtime on Friday, so that was good. I uh, how I had was a, your week? I had a very uneventful week. Oh, that's good. Got a lot done at work, but I mean. Nothing super exciting. Oh, we did. Uh, we did get a raise at work. We got twenty cents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, nice. Still rooting for the UAW and their strike. I believe they're close with. They're close on talks with Ford, but they're still far away with the other two. Yeah. How was your week, Sean? Not as long as yours. No, you didn't have any hardly any overtime this week. Yeah, that's correct. You came home early. Yeah, pretty much every single day. For the most part. That must be nice. It is nice. What happens when you start a brand new uh, model? Yes. Building the Lexus Texas. The Lexus Texas. It's the Lexus <laughs> TX. Okay. It's the Lexus <laughs> Texas. It is a Lexus Texas. Yes. Which is basically a Grand Highlander with fancy options. A lot more expensive. For no reason. Because of the name. Pay for the brand. Mm-hmm. Pay for the brand. Yeah. I want to see it what. It uses the same parts. I want to spec. <clears throat> I want to spec went out to see some of the options on because I saw a video. It was a Lexus. Uh, I think it was uh, Supercar Blondie. I don't know if you've ever seen her, but she, she demoed like fancy, fancy parts. And it was a Lexus, but it had like automatic like footrests that come up what? and like like options I've never <laughs> seen before in my life. And I'm like, and it was a Lexus. And I'm like, does our Lexus have that? Like, <laughs> those are some fancy options. I'm like, how, how, how fancy can you spec this out? That's what I want to know. Probably a lot of things that are just added on at the dealership. Not not power footrest for the seats. That was built in the seat. It's part of the leather <laughs> seats. So. Oh, I wish I had a footrest. That would be nice. I'm sure the driver's seat doesn't have footrests. Technically, you have one footrest. It's on the the wheel well. Yeah, but not all cars have that. Most. I don't know. So uh, yeah, 
we had a very we all had an uneventful week. I did have a I did a murder Merit your mother and I did a murder mystery party yesterday. That's why I have spiky hair. He did it. I was I was guilty of murder. I I murdered Lord Heathrow. Who? Heath something. Lord Heath something. With a name like that, I don't blame you. Yeah, I killed him with the candlestick in the pool. <laughs> he wasn't in the pool till after I murdered him. Okay. <laughs> I hit him with a candlestick. He fell in the pool. That's his fault. But we had a good time. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. That was my week. I finished the kitchen, kind of. I finished the countertop. I still have to do trim and mold. But kitchen's this close to being done. Well, other than buying a uh, a fridge, but that'll be the last piece. That's, that's the most expensive. Whole, that's, that's the, the whole most separate. expensive piece. More expensive than the stove? Yes. Really? Yes. I would almost almost expect the stove to cost more. Yes, but it doesn't. It's weird. Yeah. It's like twice the price of the stove. Jeez. Yeah. Better be a really nice fridge. Oh, it is. We're tro- we're trying to hope that it goes in like the scratch and dent <laughs> section of Best Buy. <laughs> so, uh, we go to, every time we go to Evansville, we try to stop by Best Buy and check out what's in the scratch and dent corner, which I didn't even know they had. Like, why are these over here so much cheaper? Oh, scratching them. <laughs> Refurbished fridges. They're ones that were in the showroom that somebody walked by and dinged them. <laughs> one of the guy, one of the guys at work, just walked and said, "Just take a ball peen hammer with you when you go to this, like the one you want." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we all had boring weeks, other than I had a party. Uh. Exciting in the news this week, other than UAW still on strike. I'm uh, excited to talk about whatever the brain worm is. What the brain oh, worm? We'll get there. Yeah, so we've got a few things on the list today. Uh, shorter stories than last week. Last week we did a couple longer stories. They pretty much took up the whole time. We didn't get to some of the short ones. We do have uh, an airplane misgendering event. Uh, planes, boats, cars, and bikes, which is, this story is actually like a few weeks old, but it started hitting the news again this week for some reason. I don't know. Somebody picked up the story from ATF. And so it's hmm. actually more more up, more up updated. Uh, we have an outhouse diving. Uh, someone who got suspended from school for a hairstyle. Great. Uh, Rain worms and a new virus from the ocean floor. Proving once again that the ocean is more dangerous than space. Anytime I see those. one of these new virus from the ocean floor or from like like they dug something up in an ice cap and found some bones or something just leave it <laughs> i've that, seen the movies it doesn't end there well. was there was one time i'm pretty sure they dug up like they found like a like a extinct worm and after they had dug it up it started to it wake reanimated, up yeah and it's, it's like, like leave it yeah we know how we know how the thing goes yeah we've seen we've all seen movies that start with Someone digging something up in a polar ice cap, or something. Someone really deep in the ocean, bringing something back up to the surface. It doesn't. It doesn't end well. If it's in the ice, you leave it there. And I'm pretty sure, like once we start space exploration, like really, like, like I know there's plans to land on the moon and do stuff on the well, moon like deep and Mars. Space exploration. Like, there's gonna be virus. There's gonna be stuff. Yes, but so far there will be stuff that we're not. You that our bodies aren't. 
because so far the ocean has given us more viruses than space. <laughs> yes. But we've also explored more of the ocean percentage-wise than space. Well, I mean, space has an infinite percentage, so that's not fair. The ocean, we haven't we haven't explored a lot of it, though. That is true. And it's terrifying. It's terrifying. So let's get into... By the way, uh, make sure to thumbs up, like, subscribe, follow. Follow. Number go up. Uh, whatever. Leave a comment on, telling us what yeah, you want us to on, talk about. If you're watching us on YouTube or Rumble, you can use the live chat and say, hey. Uh, yeah, say hey or tell us anything you want us to talk about or give your your thoughts on what we're talking about. You can yell at us. We'd when like we get to be kind of wrong. an interactive kind of thing. So, yeah, there are live chats on YouTube and Rumble. And oh, who got something? Anyway, all right. So we will get right into this. We will go into the couple from last week that we did not get to. We have first one is. Airplane Misgender, which you guys haven't watched this, right? Correct. I have not. So this is something I put on there, not so much for the video, although the video is good, but to get your thoughts on the video, but then to see what comes of it. So let's see. Give this up. I didn't know there was a website for TikTok. We want to talk this again? We That's loud. It is loud. <laughs> Let me turn it down and then switch the screens around. I don't think we want that. Yeah, we don't want full screen. I want it bigger. Anyway. <coughs> so let's do this. It's already big enough as it is. Video. You guys can still see the screen. Here we go. All right. So this is a video it. of uh, someone getting misgendered it. on TV. Yeah, still have to transition it. it. Yeah, transition. Shh. I don't think I like studio mode. I think I like the other way better. Anyway. This is the way we've been doing it. I know, but. He's also been double-clicking it each time, not actually going to the page. It's okay. Don't judge. Alright, so, here we go. Let's play on this. We can't talk to the man? We can't talk to the man? I don't think that's possible. That's not possible? I don't think it's possible, because there's only one man standing in this aisle right now. Now, sit down, little miss. (laughs) That person's face in the bottom corner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, a couple things. He is the most masculine-looking uh, stu- uh, air steward. I don't know what they call him. steward, stewardess, steward, steward. Obviously, he's not a stewardess, but yeah, he's the most masculine-looking steward I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> they are not usually known for having a lot of testosterone. Little miss, and as far as her being trying to go by a guy, like. The only thing that makes her look any remotely masculine is just the backwards hat. Say to come on this plane and haul you off. You want to make that big show? Why would they haul me off? You want to make that big show? Because you're not confirming that I am. You don't want to identify me as such? Uh, the government chose what to identify you when you were born in a hospital. They wrote M or F next to your birth certificate. That is not. That was dictated by a power much greater than mine. And I don't feel that way. A higher power than me. I'm not the authority. I'm not the authority that assigned you. You need to get signed to get out of here. She needs to get up out of here. I agree. Thank you, sir. Get up out of his face. <laughs> I like the commentary. She need to get up out Why of his face. This video is coming through our headset. It is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't before. 
No, but it'll, oh. it'll be echoey. Yeah, it's oh, echoey. yeah. Oh, by the way, I apologize that the videos are echoey. We had, we've got issues. Or something updated that we messed up our settings. We have issues and our technology has issues. Yes. We had it finally all set up after like the first five weeks. And then some, the computer updated and just screwed it all up. So the video may be echoey for you. We'll try to get that fixed for next week. If you continue this display, if you cannot confirm what my docket says here, that there are in fact two ladies sitting in this aisle, there is one, then I'm sorry, you're going to have to leave. There is one lady and leave. one man. Well, that's not what it says. I need. All right. So do you get what's going on here with, with his point? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, the list of who's supposed to be there says there's two females in the seats. Yes. And she's staying along the van. Well, that that's not what. That's not what this Which says. is a security thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even these seats in order to fly. So if you're going to continue to fight the facts that I'm looking at right here, then I'm going to have to call you off because you could be a dangerous person. We don't know. We have no way of confirming. Because you're not the person on my list. You're not the person on my list. It's a simple one of two answers. Are you mad There's no reason. There's no reason. Oh, so real quick, before we comment on that, because that's hilarious, <laughs> this entire argument is stemming from them, the person on the right, not understanding the difference between gender and sex. Right. Because his docket is going off of their government, like written uh, recorded sex at birth right right but like their gender yeah, can be whatever they, they want yeah they could yeah and but, really i mean if you're flying somewhere uh, you know yeah i get that he misgendered you but just to get the flight to go just say i was born a female there you go yeah and yeah. like like he's not talking about necessarily gender it's about sex which right. is your biological what do you have Now he's about this steward. Yeah, he, he wants I don't to throw down. <laughs> this steward is like. <laughs> I think I appreciate him for what he's doing here. <laughs> We've all had those fantasies at work where it's just like, listen, I could just take off this hat right now. In this case, a tie. How about we just call him airplane waiter? <laughs> airplane <just> butler. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. All right. You just took this tile. Look. Tile oh. what? No, don't, don't lose your job. Don't lose your job. Don't lose your job. Don't lose your job. I love the guy with the video making the video. Don't lose your job. Don't lose your job. No, you cool. You cool. Don't lose your job. Don't lose your job. Because in court, in court, that's not gonna be in court. That's not gonna be a man. Don't lose your job. Don't lose your. In court, that's not gonna be a man. In court, that won't be a man. I've got a pronoun right here on my docket, and it, it, that's non-negotiable. The person who bought this ticket needs to match the person that's sitting in the seat. Otherwise, you're threatening every other life that's on this plane right now. And I am the man sitting in his seat. Okay, well, scribbling out female and writing man on the ticket on your phone doesn't change the thing that you were assigned at birth, all right? Okay. You can't just change it. You can't just make that up. You can't just go around. Where you, where you stopping after that? Okay. What you personally identify, call yourself as, dress as, that's none of my business. I don't care. 
But when it comes to my job, when it comes to my job, making sure that there are two ladies sitting in this aisle, I have the responsibility to every other life on this plane to make sure that they're safe, making sure random people aren't getting on the plane. But let me help you with this little docket you got. There's one lady and one man. There you go. Problem solved. Then you need to get off the flight right now. Because no, a lady paid for this seat. A female paid for this seat. That's not what it says right here. It says right there that a female paid for that seat. Let me see. Pull your ID out again. For what? So you can see the little F next to sex. It sounds like you're just a little fragile in your mask. So, if we already checked her ID and that there's an F on the ID, ID, that should be fine. No matter what she says, her ID says female. Okay, that if, matches if my If he doctor. has already seen it. Well, he it, said it, yes. pull it out again. He did, which implies that he's already seen it. In which case, he's kind of hit his on his for escalating covered. this. Yeah, his docket's covered. Yeah. The, yeah, the ID matches the docket. I'm sure the ID has her picture on it. I'm sorry, his, her picture on <laughs> there. You have to come behind. No, I'm gonna, I, I'm about to go get the air marshal. Okay, you're, 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 you're not flying with us. Get who you need to get. This is yeah. I'm not getting anything. This is actually not flying with us anymore. You're gonna be banned and blacklisted from this airline. Yeah, okay. The airline really doesn't appreciate people like that. That's what I'm saying. Man. Look, if he would have popped you in your face, that would have been bad. in this <laughs> they did a really good job they, that was some solid acting yeah yes that was that was some of the best acting I've seen for one of those very, kinds of videos very believable if yes. you hadn't have told me I would have just assumed it was real yeah but good, it, good job to them when you think yeah. about it really because you can only see the two usually in airplane videos you see you know dozens you know dozens yeah you see people. a bunch of people yeah uh, and the, the guy recording the video if it was if it was an actual video, the camera would he would have the phone would have been all over the place. <laughs> that was way too perfect of a you know it didn't move once. It was like like the like it was sitting on a tripod, which like it was a camera. Like all of these things seem really obvious in hindsight, <laughs> but when you're watching it for the first time, you're just like, wow, this is some this is just arguing over nothing. Yeah, it was some good acting though. I'll give you that <laughs> really good acting. I do feel like the the transgender girl should have put on got I don't know put more tried better. She didn't look very masculine. Other than, like I said, just a reverse baseball cap. Just, just get a binder. 
Yeah, she needs a, a binder. That's what I was going for without trying to go for it. Yeah, she needs to strap those puppies down. <laughs> uh, all right. So, the next one I don't think is a video. I think it's just a story. Planes, boats, cars, bikes. Yeah, so this is uh, a guy running from the police and using all possible ways to... A sailboat? I heard a kayak, too. I don't know. Jeez. So let's see. Put the story up on the video here. We'll read along. Okay, so uh, a Vermont armed robbery suspect who police say eluded capture in the past week on a vehicle, a bike, a foot, a sailboat, and was arrested Thursday. Eric Edison. And was after he was spotted in a kayak. <laughs> on a river. <laughs> kayak on a river as opposed to just a kayak on a street. <laughs> He's 52. So Eric Edson, 52, was wanted in an accusation of a robbery in a store in Burlington. You know, like the Coke factory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for impeding and assaulting two police officers and the theft of a sailboat and vehicles. Yeah. Uh, for because of the unusualness of Mr. Edson's various modes of flight, from cars to bikes to paddle boards to sailboats to tractors, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that Mr. Edson is a dangerous person. Tractors? Paddle tractors. boards? I don't know. So, August, uh, Burlington police responded to a man passed out on a running vehicle. In a running vehicle. So he was passed out in a car that matched the description of one used in a robbery a week before. When, the, when they roused him, he fled at a high rate of speed. Assaulting both officers with the vehicle. Yeah, so basically they were probably reaching in the door and he kind of took off. Probably didn't try to hit him, I would imagine. Just kind of... They were trying to get in the car and he took off. So. Yeah. That evening, he fled police on foot and then on a stolen bicycle before stealing a sailboat on Lake Champlain. Police said. Edson was intercepted by the Coast Guard because they are faster than sailboats. Uh, but then the sailboat ran aground at the base of Lakeside Cliffs, and he fled again. <laughs> Vermont State Police received a tip Thursday that he was spotted in a kayak on the Lamoille River in Georgia. Vermont. Oh, Georgia. I'm like, how did he get to Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> and why do you have a town in Vermont called Georgia? That's just confusing. About 21 miles away from Burlington. Or 33 kilometers. Why yeah. are we putting kilometers? This We're is not, an American we're, story we happened in America. We don't use fake measurements here. Edson landed the kayak, ran away, and then jumped into the river and swam to the southern shore, where he was arrested by troopers and game wardens. What's a game warden doing there? I'm assuming he was in a national park kayaking. Like he I don't think he river. was on the run at that point. I think he was just kayaking. Maybe still on the run. Because that was two days later. I mean, even if the police aren't in hot pursuit, hot pursuit, you're still on the run. Yeah, maybe he's just stupid. Was he just kayaking for fun? Was he just yeah, he was spotted on it? So he was at this point. He wasn't even running from the police. He was just spot- hey, that's the guy. Yeah, the kayak. And this was uh, it was a Thursday after. Let me let me pull up my calendar real quick. And if you're in a kayak, why are you going to swim to shore? Wouldn't you just paddle to shore? Okay, so th- Thursday would be the day after uh, he ran away on the thirtieth there. That was a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the 
Yeah, why would you swim to shore when you're already in a kayak? Just kayak to shore or down the river. Well, he landed the kayak, ran away, and then jumped into the river and swam to the <laughs> so other side. So he's just trying to confuse him at this point. Okay. So Edson was taken to the hospital for evaluation of his injuries from being on the run. What? Being fatigued? He's expected, he expected to be arraigned on Friday. Friday. Very weirdo. Yeah, the guy the guy did everything he could to get away. And it still didn't work. No, he was caught in the end. Goes to show you crime don't If you're pay. on the run, don't go kayaking. Yeah, the kayaking the kayaking part seems like he was just like, Oh, yesterday I was running for the police. I'm gonna go for a kayak. It's like twenty miles away. <laughs> They're not gonna know. <laughs> Thirty three kilometers. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> kilometers are not real. Did they tell you guys when you were in school that one day we would all be on the metric system? They told us that they it's been tried before. Because when I was in elementary school, it was it was promised to us that one day we will be we will all be on the metric system. So you better learn this metric system. I mean, there's and not much learning to be fair. Forty-two years ago, there's not much learning in it. It's all you know multiples of ten. Yes, it is a lot and it, easier. It makes more sense. It is a lot easier in, than it's used in science. Yes. And I think construction. Oh, you science rules. Yes. I think they use it in like construction and architecture and stuff. But yeah. I, it feet and everything. It's just all too ingrained in like everyone's daily lives to just flip it over. Yeah. Uh. All right. So, uh, we do outhouse diving. I'd rather not. It sounds gross. Sounds That's very shitty. So much worse than out than uh, dumpster diving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but if I if I were to drop a smartwatch in an outhouse toilet, it is not worth it if no. I have to climb in to retrieve it. If yeah, it's that... right on top and I can just kinda eh, then sure. And then I'll carry it over to a river or something and just kinda yeah, the, yeah. If if anything of mine falls in an outhouse, it's it's gone. It's, Unless it's right on top, and I can grab a clean part of it, and I have gloves handy. I'm not. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but this was this was more than just. It's not an outhouse you see like at a construction site. This was like a built-in. So. It, it's just it was, a it's just a single toilet bathroom. The shit is underground. Like they dig a hole. Yeah. So it's not like an outhouse where it's. Like the yeah, ones, it's, it's the not portable ones where it's just a couple feet deep. Yeah. This is, it's not a porta potty. This is a it permanent, is... like a state park outhouse. This is like a, yeah. <laughs> All right, so a woman this was is rescued Thursday, Tuesday, from an outhouse toilet in northern Michigan after she climbed in to retrieve her Apple Watch and became <laughs> trapped. The first woman... rule of outhouse diving: have an escape plan. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a ladder with you. I'm bringing something—a rope, uh, rope ladder. Uh, the, well, the rope's not for getting out. <laughs> the woman, whose name was not released, good for her. Yeah. Lowered herself inside the toilet after dropping the watch at the Department of Natural Resources boat launch. Yeah, it was like a state park at Dixon Lake in Otsego County's Bagley Township. So she was at a boat launch. So there's so many questions. Um. Why are you taking your watch off while you're on the toilet in an outhouse? 
else. And if you're not taking it off, why are you wearing it that loose? That too. Or you think she was wiping with that hand and tried to wipe real good? I don't know. I don't know how how do you lose a watch? First of all, you don't wipe with your watch hand. Yeah, because your watch shouldn't be on your uh, dominant dominant hand. And yes. that's which is a very handed. common misconception. Well, yes. I, if she's left-handed, then her watch is on her right hand, and she shouldn't be using you her be right wiping hand with your to left wipe. Hand. You never know, though. Huh? You never you know. know. What do you mean? You <laughs> do you wipe with your watch hand? No. Exactly. There you go. That being said, I also just don't wear a watch. Yeah, but if you did, you'd wear it on your left hand. You have, don't you have a watch? You have a watch. I don't have it. No. Uh, good use of a watch. Yeah. I know. First responders were called when a woman was heard yelling for help. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> you just walking by an outhouse out and she oh, really <laughs> echoey. <laughs> Bouncing off the porcelain. <laughs> and there was the door locked from the inside? Like, do you Probably. have to break the door down to get in there? Probably. The toilet was removed, and a strap was used to haul the woman out. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... Uh, yeah. So If you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, <laughs> do not attempt to venture inside the containment area. Yes. Serious injury may occur. Imagine you're a police officer and you have to make that kind of statement. All right, if I'm a police officer and I get this call, I'm calling the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're the this rescue is not people. Out, this is out of my jurisdiction. I'm, yeah. <laughs> the state police did not say if the woman was injured or if the watch was recovered. <laughs> and then here's a fun fact: Bagley Township is about 240 miles northwest of Detroit. 386 kilometers. Why do we need to know where it is in relationship to Detroit? <laughs> well, I know where Detroit is. I don't know where Bag- Bagley. Bagley. It's about 240 or miles or 386 kilometers northwest. Bagley with the, B, the E before the L, right? Bagley. So. Bagel Township. Detroit's in the bottom right corner of Michigan, so pretty much that's like the middle of Michigan. Sounds right. So there you go. That's the whole story. So yeah. Uh, so I jump in outhouses. I'm pretty sure you're gonna start seeing signs on outhouses. If like, they had to remove the toilet to get her out, how'd she get in? I don't know. Is this like? That's why she couldn't get out. I guess I don't know. Like, is there toilet? She is it just been, like the she hole? She must have been skinny. Is it just like the hole, or is it like a it's, regular toilet? No, it's probably it's probably like a camping toilet. Is it like is it like on the, is sitting it like, on the hole? It's like the porta potty where they had the hole. Yeah. Okay. I get. Okay, I get it. I if was she's skinny. You for some reason if I you're was skinny. You could get in there. I was picturing her like there's you know it's an outhouse and they just have a regular porcelain toilet in there. No. <laughs> With the little snake pipe, <laughs> yeah, she, she snaked her way in. That's why I was really confused. Like they had to remove it, but she got in there somehow. I will go in a toilet to get my watch. You know what's in the toilet? At at most, there's my poop. <laughs> that's the worst thing that's in that's there. That's the worst thing that's in there. You got an outhouse. You got hundreds, thousands of people's poop in there. And who that, knows how many bugs? Oh my god! And I'm sure there's chem. They put chemicals and stuff there. Break it down. If it's it's not solid. No, because that's all slushy. No, Mm-mm. no. I mean, you're getting poop in orifices, and you're getting poop in places oh. you didn't know you had. Oh god, no. Yeah. Don't wipe with your watch hand. 
take yeah. that's a lesson to take away from this. And always have an escape plan. Just in case. If you're gonna you go outhouse ever... diving, always bring a friend. <laughs> friends don't let friends outhouse dive. <laughs> they don't. Like, don't you think we should go dumpster diving instead? <laughs> dumpster diving at the Apple store. Maybe you'll find a new Apple watch. God, I'd rather go dumpster diving a million times before I went anywhere near the inside of an outhouse like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh, Alright, so next story we've got is uh, someone who got suspended for his hairstyle. And this comes out of, I believe it's Houston, Texas. Somewhere in Texas. Of course. Not a lot of videos today. Sound quality in videos is also awful. Uh, so, is is that the hairstyle in question? Yes, but no. Uh, I mean, yes, but well, no. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it to you. So, black student was suspended for his hairstyle. Now his family is suing Texas officials. I like how I don't think black has anything to do with it, but okay. Uh, you got to racially charge it. Well, yeah. Well, I think they're claiming it's racial. Uh, the family of a black high school student in Texas, who was yeah Houston, was suspended over his dreadlocks. Filed a federal civil rights lawsuit Saturday against the state's governor and attorney general, alleging they failed to enforce new law outlining outlawing discrimination based on hairstyles. Since when was dreadlocks well, like not allowed? Like there's it's... a there's a couple issues. Uh, why do we need a law? To tell you not to discriminate based on hairstyles? Yes. Yeah, that's Texas. That's no, but uh, if you when we get there a little bit later, there there was a federal version of this too. It oh. didn't pass, but there's a federal like you can totally discriminate against someone for their hairstyle. That's that's a choice. Like that's not something. Oh, I was born with this hair. I was born this way. That's like no, you had your hair cut that way. Like. Schools do it all the time. Like you can't have color, like yeah, certain colors. And this I and that. I think I think the spirit of that law is like, you know, black people they have a different texture of their hair, so they have different hairstyles that right. work for them. Yeah, I I, I think that's get the, the spirit. spirit but I'm pretty sure that's just covered under anti-discrimination laws. You would think yes, because you can't do something about that because that's your hair. Yeah. yeah, and I could understand like dreadlocks. School having a problem with dreadlocks. I mean, although, if you have like, although not like when we get there, you'll see. But just for the fact that dreadlocks are usually pretty dirty because they don't wash them, like you know, white people with dreadlocks do. You don't wash them all the time. Yeah. Once they're in a dreadlock, they're pretty much there until you cut them off. You wash it and cut them off and take them out. Yeah. I've heard horror stories. Yeah. Yeah. I I read something once where someone was like cutting their hair cutting their dreadlocks off, and, like, spiders came out. Ugh. And I was like, ugh. ugh. Yeah, no no idea if it was real or not, but it scared me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. We got... All right. So, Daryl George, 12, 17, a junior at, ironically enough, Barbers Hill High School. <laughs> in Mont Bellevue, has been serving an in-school suspension since August 31st. Officials with the Houston area school say his dreadlocks fall below his eyebrows and earlobes and violate the district's dress code. So, and this this article was published yesterday. Yeah. So he's been in an in-school suspension for like a month. Oh yeah. So 
that is not below his earlobes. No. That he's got him tied up. Yes. So I can they I'm guarantee you they did that when this when they were interviewing the when they were getting interviewed. Like he didn't wear it like that to school. Like that's they did that afterwards saying, Oh look, his hair's fine. Guarantee you, his hair did not look like that when he got kicked out of when he got suspended. But even even if those were down, like they I've don't seen look that some long. messy dreadlocks, like some you know people who have like massive amounts of dreadlocks. Yeah, and this is like nothing. They don't look like I've yeah I've seen them like mid like down halfway down your back. Like yeah, they don't I've look seen like them that. like they look like the shoulder. Floor. They look like shoulder length at most. Yeah. Uh, so oh, there's there's more images. There's an arrow on the side of the image. Oh. oh. Yeah, see, yeah. And he's only got, like, four. But what did they look like at school? Because guaranteed it was not that. Got a paper. Okay. But I, either way, this it's it looks too nothing to really be an issue. Yeah, so, yeah, George's mother, oh, I thought it said diarrhea. <laughs> the rest of George. And the family's attorney deny the teenager's hairstyle violates dress code, saying his hair is neatly tied in twisted dreadlocks on top of his head, which I call bullshit on that. <laughs> I guarantee you, like, if he came with the school with that hairdo, they're not having a problem with that. Some people might. Eh. Not enough to, you know, suspend him, though. Uh, Daryl George's supporters allege the ongoing suspension by the Barbersville Independent School District violates the state's Crown Act, which is that the hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Defamation week, which took effect September first. The lawsuit also alleges that Governor Greg Abbott and Attorney General Ken Paxton, in their official duties, have failed to protect George's constitutional rights against discrimination and against violations of his freedom of speech and expression. George should be permitted to wear his hair in the manner in which he wears it, because the so-called nat- neutral grooming policy has no close association with learning or safety. And when applied, disproportionately impacts black males. The family's attorney wrote in the lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't like the school's policy. I think it's stupid. Uh, but yeah, I think the family's lying about how he was wearing his hair as opposed to how they present it here. But yeah, uh, did it go into what their policy is? It, I think it does a little later. So. They've got a different version. They've got a different standard for male and female at this school, and males got to be they can't be below the ears or this and that. Which is, I mean, you've almost always had hair below your ears. <laughs> so, and I yeah I don't. When I was in school, I had hair below my earlobe, but I don't know what what kind of school thinks that that's not appropriate. Is it a prep school? Uh, probably. It sounds like. The, the uh, name of the an, school sounded like it was an individual district, yeah, or independent district. Spokespeople for Abbott pa- and Paxton, both Republicans, who cares, did not immediately return emails. Oh, that's right, Republicans are racist. Seeking everyone's Saturday. racist. The lawsuit seeks a temporary reti- restraining order to stop George's in-school suspension while the case is in court. Time to bring the fight to Barbers Hill, ISD. We're going to drop the hammer of accountability in the face of racism. Nice. Candace Matthews, National Minister of Politics for the 
new Black Panther Nation. That's a long title. <laughs> <laughs> the National Minister of, of politics. politics. Right there, you're mixing politics and religion for the new Black Panther Nation. What happened? What happened to the old Black Panther Nation? Are they no good anymore? Apparently not. Uh, and a spokesperson for George's family. The lawsuit filed in Houston federal court by George's mother, the latest legal action taken related to the suspension. On Tuesday, Daresha George and her attorney filed a formal complaint with Texas Education Agency alleging Daryl George is being harassed and mistreated by school district officials over his hair and that his in-school suspension violates the Crown Act. They allege that during his suspension, George is forced to sit for eight hours on a stool and that he's being denied a hot free lunch that he is qualified to receive. They are investigating that one. So, here's another problem I have with the family story. You're telling me they're not letting him have lunch? (laughs) Pretty sure they they are legally required (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) sure he's allowed to go get lunch on a suspension. Well, it specifies school suspension. Yeah. Did you eat? Yes. It specifies hot free lunch. Okay. So maybe there's some kind of program and he qualifies for a hot free lunch and that's what they're not giving him. How maybe because of the suspension? Maybe maybe they were making him go to lunch at a different time than normal. Usually, the, like that free lunch program, you just have to show a card at the cafeteria. It's not like you have to go yeah. at a certain time. I, I think that this is just they're not allowing him to use that that benefit. Yeah, I don't see how, though. If you allow him to go get lunch, you go to the cafeteria for lunch, he's going to have that card and get his lunch. Yeah, you think? So, I, yeah, I don't believe that part. I don't believe that they're not letting him eat lunch. Uh, la, 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 la. Daresha George said she was recently hospitalized. <laughs> of course she was. After a series of panic and anxiety attacks brought on from stress related to her son's suspension. I'm sorry, but your kid getting suspended is... <laughs> I don't know how you live in the world if that's enough stress for you to go to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, on Wednesday... The school district filed its own lawsuit in state court asking a judge to clarify whether its dress code restrictions limiting student hair length for boys violates the Crown Act. That's why I said different for boys and girls. Which I don't think, I mean, just have one have one, one rule. And like I said, I could understand having more of a cleanliness issue with the dreadlocks than just the length. Because really, who cares? Yeah. Uh, Barbers Hill Superintendent George Poole. Greg. Greg Poole. Or George. There's too many Georges on this. <laughs> he has said he believes the dress code is legal and that it teaches students to conform as a sacrifice benefiting everyone. In what way does everyone having a similar hairstyle benefit anyone? I don't want kids to be taught to conform. <laughs> I mean, yeah, very... <laughs> Very poor choice of words there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's many things our school should be doing. Making people conform is not one of them. Like, how well, How does it benefit anyone? He says it's a sacrifice benefiting everyone. I don't know how it benefits anyone. No, it doesn't. Now, I could, I could see if you're making a point, like, 
like if you're going into business or whatever, going into a business kind of setting or an office kind of setting, like you work in the office, like how there should be a certain kind of level of how you keep yourself. But yeah, not, not, yeah. Yeah, like Sean said, poor choice of words. Uh, this Crown Act, an acronym for create a respectful and open world for natural hair. <laughs> is intended to prohibit race-based hair discrimination and bars employers and schools from penalizing people because of hair texture or protective hairstyles, including afros, braids, dreadlocks, twists, or bantu knots. I don't know what a bantu knot is. Neither do I, but it sounds very... And if there's a law barring... If there's a, if there's a law barring employers from... And using schools. that against you, then the school, what is this? you don't have to make them conform at school because they can go into the business world and not be punished for it. Yeah, and it says they, from there, uh, it stops them from penalizing people because of their hair texture or hairstyles, including afros, braids, dreadlocks. So they're breaking the law by penalizing him because of his dreadlocks. Right. So it's not a matter of if their dress code violates it. It's a matter of how they're treating this person specifically is breaking the Crown Act. Right. Because they are penalizing him based on his dreadlocks. I now know what a Bantu knot looks like. Oh, I, oh. okay. I've seen those. <laughs> I don't think I've seen them in They've real life, a... but I've seen them. <laughs> They've got a Screw studs. Yeah. <laughs> or springs or uh, coilies or I don't know. Look up a Bantu knot. You've probably seen it before. Yeah. It's hard to explain. So, yeah, a federal version passed in the U.S. House last year but was not successful in the Senate. So, again, I, I think hair discrimination based on racial hair is just racial discrimination, which is already illegal. That's another one of these laws that mm -hmm. we don't need. It's already covered. It's just a matter of people, politicians trying to look like they're doing something helpful. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure there are people who have tried to use that as an excuse. Like, they have found ways to word it that get around just racial discrimination. Yeah. Which is why they had to specify certain protected hairstyles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if you ever took that, to, if, if anybody ever did that, I'm sure if you took it to court, you you would win that court case. I'm sure, but yeah, like they're they're already breaking it by just like penalizing him because of his dreadlocks. Like whether or not they're lying about the things that are yeah. almost obviously lies, like the school <laughs> has still penalized him based on dreadlocks, which yes. is explicitly stated in the Crown Act. Yes, yeah, which is law in Texas. So that's that's on them. Which I say, the 24 states have similar. Laws? Yes. Mm -hmm. Stupid ball, but anyway. <laughs> now we get to the, the meat and potatoes. Uh, first one up. Which one you want to do first? You want to do virus or brain worm? I really want to talk about brain worm. <laughs> Why do you want to talk about brain worm? Because I, I probably good, have brain I worms. love a good brain worm. I always feel like I have a brain worm. Worm that jumps from rats to slugs to human brains has invaded southeast U.S. Yes. 
multiple rats in Atlanta test positive for calamitous, rapidly spreading parasite. Look at that thing. It's funky. Yeah, it is funky. That's an adult female worm of... Asparagus? (laughs) Angiostrongulus. Angiostrongulus. Cantonennis. Cantankerous. Recovered from rat lungs with characteristic barber pole appearance. Ugh. I do not want that in me. Uh, And it looks like the top left of the worm there is its butt. I think that's what anterior means, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, the dreaded rat lungworm. <laughs> Parasite with a penchant for rats and slugs occasionally finds itself rambling and writhing in human brains mm. as firmly established itself in the Southeast America and will likely continue its rapid invasion. Well, there's good news. Yeah. <laughs> So rats, I kind of get a slug. Maybe they have similar uh, lungs. Slugs aren't that big. I, don't, I didn't even know they had lungs. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, yeah, that one. I don't know. Did it start in the the slugs? Did it say? I mean, it's called the rat lungworm. Yeah, but you would you would think like you would go size wise, slug rat human. I mean, but I mean, it probably started in rats. And then apparently rats rats like hanging out with slugs. Do they? So it jumped to the slugs. I don't and remember then I guess any, any slugs in Reddit. No, there was sl- slugs in Ratatouille. Was there? In the sewers. Was that Ratatouille? You're probably thinking of Flushed Away. Yes, I am thinking of Flushed. But there are still rats there. So. Yeah. Um, and obviously <laughs> slugs. The slugs are... <laughs> obviously <laughs> slugs like to hang out with humans. So that's where that no. jump is. <laughs> uh the study involved small-scale surveillance of dead rats in the Atlanta Zoo. Well, maybe they're only in dead rats. <laughs> Between 2019 and 2022, research continually turned up evidence of the worm. In all, the study identified 7 out of 33 collected rats, 21%, for those who can't math, with evidence of rat lungworm infection. The infected animals were spread throughout the study's time frame, all in different months. One in 2019, three in 2021, and three in 2022. We're missing 2020. <laughs> well, they didn't find indicating any sustained yeah. transmission. Although small, the study suggests that the zoonotic parasite was introduced to and has become established in a new area of the southeastern United States. Uh, the study was published Wednesday in the journal Emerging Infectious Diseases. I love that. I love. I would love. It's to a get great a, toilet read. I would love to get a copy <laughs> of Emerging Infectious Diseases Monthly. Yes, I would love it. It's a good. I, yeah. Uh, the finding is concerning given the calamitous, calamitous infection of rat lungworm, aka the yeah, big word, Angiostrongulus cantonensis. Cantonensis. Cantonensis can cause in humans. So the cal- calamitous infection it can cause in humans. The parasitic nematodes, I love that word, <laughs> nematodes, are, as their name suggests, typically found in rats. But they have a complicated life cycle, which can be deadly when disrupted. Deadly to the host? Probably. Uh, it doesn't say. Ooh, Normally. Ooh, we got a graph coming. 
Normally, adult worms live in the arteries around a rat's lungs, hence rat lungworm. There, they mate and lay eggs. They, the larvae burst out of the lungs, get coughed up by the rat, and are swallowed and eventually pooped out. By the rat? I love a good bursting larva. Well, <laughs> hold on. From there, the larvae are picked up by slugs or snails. So the slugs and snails are crawling around rat poop. And, and the worms. <laughs> and the worms are finding their way from Well, I there. mean, stuff sticks to a slug. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, this can happen if the gastropods eat the rat poop or if the ravenous larvae just bore into their soft bodies. The larvae then develop in the slugs and snails, which ideally are eventually eaten by rats. Back in a rat, this, the late-stage larvae penetrate the intestines, enter the bloodstream, and migrate to the central nervous system and brain. And then they mature into sub-adults, migrate to the lungs, where they become full adults, and mate. And that is the, the life cycle of a rat lungworm. They use the snails it's to get eaten by a rat. the circle of life. <laughs> they use the snails to get eaten by another rat. <laughs> I didn't know rats ate snails. Why is there a crab on this diagram? There's a crab. <laughs> There's, There's a, a crab lobster a or a shrimp. There's a lizard. That's shrimp. Okay. Hold on. Let's There's also lettuce. Okay. Like what? So, okay. I'll read this paragraph, then we'll go into this uh, <coughs> draft here. Humans become accidental hosts in various ways. Uh, they may eat undercooked snails. Why would you want to eat a snail? Don't eat snails. <laughs> I think it's a delicacy. Uh, we've... Where? Like, hi like caviar? That's fish egg. It's not a big jump to snails. Honestly. So I, we've kind of had this discussion before. Uh, I don't like any any bugs of the ocean. Correct, because the, uh, crabs and lobsters. Crabs are borderline. No, they are. They crabs like, are a bug. They lobsters are, bugs. are borderline. Lobsters have like meat in it, but yeah, like lobsters, shrimp, media. crabs. Uh, what 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 are some other other bugs in the ocean? <laughs> fish. That's, no, that's fish not are bug. not bugs. I, know, I just don't like them. <laughs> uh, but I, I consider snails part of that. Snails is a bug. Okay, they're not in the ocean, but they really they're, should be. They're called gastropods. <laughs> I'm not eating that. Yeah, anything anything pod. I'm not eating a pod. Um, I'm not eating gastro. Yeah. So... <laughs> undercooked snails were inadvertently eaten in infected slug or snail hiding in their unwashed salad. Okay, who's eating unwashed salad? Now? You'd be surprised. Okay, how are <laughs> I you... have seen tiny snails. How tiny? In salad, in like lettuce. How tiny? Washed. Like, like tiny. Okay, I... Which if you're not paying attention... I didn't realize they could be that small. Yeah, I have seen They that. can get small and they can get big. I have seen it. Jesus. Coming from a restaurant. You want to make sure you wash your lettuce. That's why you wash your vegetables, people. And that's also why you fully cook anything you eat that is an animal. Cook my salad. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to eat snails, at least make sure it's food safe when snails. I, at first glance, when I saw an unwashed salad, I thought they said underwater salad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I do not want an underwater salad. No. Uh, infected snails and slugs can also be eaten by other animals first, like Frogs, prawns, which is basically a land shrimp, uh, shrimp, 
for freshwater crabs, not saltwater crabs. They don't eat snails. They're probably too deep. Yeah, I don't think snails go in salt water because the salt. Yeah, the snail. salt yeah. will kill them. Uh, if humans then eat those animals before fully cooking them, again, fully cook them. That's why sushi is bad for you. They can become infected. Make sure when you eat food, when you eat any kind of animal, it is fully cooked to its proper temperature. So fully yes. cooked sushi, and it's not sushi. The only thing I'm okay with not being fully cooked <laughs> is maybe a steak. Yes. But that at least gets but up even to that, its fully cooked temperature. But even to kill that, I like a medium. Like I know, like they, like foodies always say, like you need to have your steak like medium rare at the most to get the most flavor out of it. I disagree. But, uh, so there's the there's the chart. So rat to slug to lettuce, people. Rat possible to smell. Well, to pooping is that a out. Salamander. What is well, that? It's really, it's really rat. Yes, pooping that, it out. Yes, and then becoming encom- encompassed. Hold on, we got pictures of the worms. Go, go next. Go next. Okay, so that's, that's, a, that's snail a snail or a slug. That's a is snail. That, I don't think it's that's a, a, sh- a shell. That's a gastropod. I think that's a shell. Ooh, look at it. A, that's, the, that's that's the worm. Funky. That's the worm. That could be in your brain right now. It probably is. I often feel like there's something in my brain that doesn't belong. Uh, that's the larva. Terrifying. Of the bug. And ah. there's its face. Are those little like pincer looking things? I think so. I think that's the the barbs like that. Hold on. This is an adult worm recovered from a vitreous humor of a human patient. The bursa is one indication that it is a male worm. So, so that's its or its sex organs. I guess. Probably. Nope. That's it. That's nothing. That's the best thing. Uh, when a rat lungworm finds itself in a human, it's like, woo! <laughs> it does what it usually does. In rats, it heads to the central nervous system and brain. Sometimes, what it said, it went to the stomach in rats. Sometimes, no, it goes to their nervous. It goes to their intestines and then to their nervous system and brain, and then back to the lungs. Uh, okay, so. Sometimes the migration of the worms to the central nervous system is asymptomatic or only causes mild transient symptoms. But sometimes they cause severe neurological dysfunction. See, that's what I've got. This can start with nonspecific symptoms like headache, light sensitivity, and insomnia. And develop into neck stiffness and pain. Oh, I've got that. Yeah, tingling or burning of the skin. Oh, I've got that. Double vision. Bowel or bladder difficulties yeah. and seizures, yeah, and in severe know. cases, straight up nerve damage, paralysis, coma, and death. Nice. Those are those are the four. Like if you're a, rounding if, out the charts, if, in top five. If you're damage, in, paralysis, <laughs> coma, and death. If <laughs> if you're an emerging infectious disease, those are the four things that you want to be known for. It's the, the trifecta or quadfecta. There uh, are so many words. <laughs> Well, halfway through, it's fine. Oh, wait, hold on. It's often thought that the worm can't complete its life cycle in humans, and so it ends up just wandering around the brain (laughs) before the immune system finally catches it. There has been some evidence of worms reaching the lungs of adult worms. Reaching the human lungs. No antiparasitic drugs have proven effective, 
And in fact, there's some evidence they can make symptoms worse by spurring more immune responses to dying worms. Yeah, yeah. if you take a medication that's going to make your body fight harder against these things, then the worms are going to fight harder back. And you don't want a worm in your brain freaking out. Yeah. You I want mean, to just chill. Which it does for a Ro- month or two. Roaming around aimlessly in your brain. <laughs> for a month or two. That's a long time to hit one of those big four symptoms. Yeah. Got that nerve damage. Uh, for all the above reasons, prevention and control of the lungworm as seen are critical. That's why its sustained foothold in the U.S. is alarming. Rat lungworm has turned up in the southeast before, but cases have been sporadic and not in Georgia rats. Previously, the parasite has been caught infecting captive non-human primates in Florida, Louisiana, Texas, and Alabama, and a red kangaroo in Mississippi. <laughs> what? They have kangaroos? Just a red one. Probably in a zoo, because it says captive. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's a... 2018 uh, study by the CDC six identified cases. reports of six cases in six years. So once a year. Which could not be explained by travel. Four in Texas and one in Tennessee, one in Alabama. Pretty popular in Texas. Yeah. Uh, it seems, though, that this mind-marauding <laughs> mind worm is quietly <laughs> building up its numbers. I thought it said mind-meandering. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Uh, and decades after we... we was considered limited to disease epidemic areas of the Pacific Basin in Southeast Asia, but with climate change, oh, here we go. This is the worst thing to come from climate change that I've actually heard. <laughs> yeah, with climate change and the human-facilitated spread of rats. Now, what uh, humans are spreading rats? And what humans is spreading giant snails? Rat lungworm is rapidly emerging around the globe. It's well, now found in... Africa, the Caribbean, North America, human cases... I would expect it in Africa. I would. Yeah. Uh, human cases have now been reported from 30 territories. Cool. It's also, uh, a relative of it is found in Latin America. Was there a case in Hawaii? No. It said in 2017... Hawaii Boom reported a... But up here, it just said Texas... It said four in Texas... And one in Tennessee, one in Alabama. But Hawaii reported a boom. Oh, oh, with the rats, not in humans. Okay. Okay. Wait, that says <laughs> in human infections with rat lungworms. But why isn't that in the statistics then? Which was linked to the rise of an invasive semi-slug that is particularly good at picking up parasite. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a knack for it. He's just a natural. Hawaii ultimately tallied 18 confirmed and 3 Probable human cases that year. Wow. Um, Why would they not include that with the statistics? That, yeah, to that, make it even worse. Why? To make it sound even worse. Honestly, That's they, like triple of what the other, the other ones They were. probably see that as an outlier because it's so much. I don't know. And because it was because of that semi-slug. The semi-slug. Not, not a, it's not a full slug. It's a semi-slug. It's half a slug. It wasn't born a slug. Their latest frontier is Europe. Until 2018, the parasite was not considered endemic to the region, but this year worries worms popped up in hedgehogs in the Mediterranean island of Ma 
Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. <laughs> Earlier this year, researchers reported that it had established a foothold in the city of Valencia on the Spanish mainland. It's like the Germans invading. They have a foothold. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have feet. They're worms. <laughs> All right, here we go. Reaching they the have end. a slug hole. Reaching the end of this long story. With a foothold in Europe, it could spread farther across the continent, potentially to more temperate regions, as has already occurred in Australia and the United States. Furthermore, as the climate warms, even more northern parts of Europe may become accessible to brainworm, as seen in China. It is imperative that medical practitioners in Europe become more aware of this parasite, the diagnosis and treatment of the uncommon but potentially fatal disease. There you go. So, because, yeah, if you try to treat it for uh, anti-parasite, that is why I will not be eating any salad. That's why I won't be eating any bugs. (laughs) Don't eat anything undercooked. Don't eat anything. Starve yourself. Survive on water. That's not true. Why not? Because we need food to survive. Yeah, I get it. Water? No. We have protein from water. No. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so that's that's the brainworms. Oh, I love brainworms. Brainworms are good fun. And now we have... On the topic of emerging diseases... Yes. Speaking on viruses and worms and new things to freak out about. And more reasons why the ocean is worse than outer space. Yes. Scarier, anyway. Previously undiscovered virus found... Ooh, a moving picture. Found at bottom of the Pacific Ocean. See, I always prefer the Atlantic Ocean. The virus's history may shed some light on what can survive in the ocean. Lots of scary things. Miles beneath the ocean, scientists have made an unusual discovery. A new virus. How about we don't look for new viruses? Okay, I disagree with this first sentence. It says, fortunately, it's not a horror from the deep. If you find a virus at the bottom of the ocean, that's a a horror horror from from the deep. deep. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like I was telling you earlier, let's not go digging deeply into the ice caps. Let's not go scraping the bottom of the ocean floors. Leave sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> no, there's, there's stuff There's that's, probably kaiju down there. Godzilla's at the bottom of the ocean. There's stuff hidden away that we don't want. Godzilla's at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. I don't want to wake him up. Yes. <laughs> there's hurt. viruses that our bodies haven't dealt with in thousands and thousands of years, so we're probably not equipped to deal with, so let's just leave them Wait, there's good are. news here. The virus, which researchers recovered from sediment within the Mariana Trench, poses no danger to humans. How do you know? It is a bacteriophage. It targets bacteria. Uh, it specifically attacks uh, the Halimus family, which is found Ooh, in salt I know. water. Let's, let's try some gain-of-function research on this. I don't know what that means. That's gain what they did with function? COVID. Is that what you're saying? Gain yes. of function? That's when they try to make it where no. it attacks a human. That's making Fine. bioweapons. That's what they did with COVID. Why would they do that? That just sounds like you're making a bioweapon. Because it is. No, their reasoning is they make these viruses <clears throat> more contagious to us so that they can figure out how to stop it. That's stupid. That's, that's literally... It sounds like you're making a bioweapon. <laughs> That's literally the reason they give for gain of function. Other, they, they, to say, so that they don't have to say they're, they're working on bioweapons. They say, well, we want to make, make some of these viruses that are not 
effective in humans, make them effective in humans, so we can learn how to better fight them when they become effective in humans. Well, they're going to become effective in humans <laughs> because you made them effective in humans. But yeah. this, and then this when they get out, like, of, then when they get out of the lab, you have COVID. This sounds like some Umbrella Corporation, like <laughs> Resident Evil bullshit. We're gonna get <laughs> yes. the T virus here. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a bacteria eating virus. Right. Specifically targets uh, the family that was found. But in I'm salt sure water. they gave it to a lab. We'll see what they can do with I'm it. Sure. Uh, an analysis of the genome indicates it's likely found across. How do you tell that from a genome? Hey. Hey. According to the findings published on Wednesday. Because the virus is lysogenic, replicating in host bacteria without killing them, it could offer hints to how viruses have evolved to spread in harsh environments. Uh, so Min Min Wang, a marine virologist at uh-huh. China's Ocean University, said she and her team plan to continue trawling the ocean's deepest corners. Don't <laughs> <laughs> the ocean. So it replicates in host bacteria without killing. So it seems like, I mean, as much non-fatal as you can be for bacteria, it seems like a non-fatal virus that just lives in saltwater bacteria. Yeah, yeah. stay out of the ocean. Yeah, until, until in the water. Right, That's until, a lab get, until a lab gets a hold of it and starts doing crazy stuff. Well, yeah. Stay out of the ocean. Yes. Stay out of the ice caps. Yes. We don't need to... We've already got the ice caps melting. We've so already we, got that we're, one worm we're that gonna came have, back to we're life. We're going to have stuff happen from the ice caps that we're not used to anyway because they're melting anyway so let's just not go digging for extra yeah we stuff. we don't need to hastily uh melt away there's the a ice. reason that stuff is frozen in ice caps because it was bad we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna find the prehistoric flu and it's yes. gonna wipe everything out we can find the prehistoric man what was that movie encino man no idea there was a there was a thing anyway uh that's all i've got for Updates on the UAW? Uh, they're close to re- agreement with Ford. They increased the strike, the people striking on Friday at GM and Stellantis or Stellantis. Stellantis. Uh, but not Ford because they're close. They're close to an agreement with Ford. I think they have an agreement that they just have to have the people vote on. Okay, so so they're at a they're at a good point with Ford where they don't want to antagonize them. Yeah. Any more so, than they already yeah, are. Yeah, Ford has been the most co-opted. But out then of the that Friday for GM and Stellantis, they added like 38 plants to the strike. So, I don't know if that's all. That's, that's a lot. Sounds like a big chunk. That yeah. sounds like a decent amount. Because I think most... A lot of it was distributors and that kind of stuff. Too, so. I think a lot of automotive production happens like in the States, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, for at least those like three companies. Yeah. Um... I know the Stellantis was saying that if they meet the if they meet the demands or close to the demands, they're gonna have to like shut down like like half their facilities, like lay off you know thousands of people. So and GM has 120 facilities total. Yeah, so probably about 38 is a decent chunk. Yeah, yeah. So 120. I'm sure Stellantis has less. GM's a bigger company, so uh, I'm sure of those 38. Uh, they have GM. They have 35 manufacturing facilities. 22 of them are in the United States, and two of those are non-active. Yeah. Six in Canada, seven in Mexico. So 38 is probably probably about a quarter of, of each 
I have never heard of Stellantis. Chrysler. It's Chrysler. They don't it's seem Jeep to have Chrysler. a lot of plants. Yeah, because it's Jeep and Chrysler. They don't. They so, make Jeeps and Chryslers. Yeah, I mean, I expected more, like the 120. I don't, you know, know, they they, can, I don't know why or when they changed their name, which I didn't even realize. I think Stellantis is just the parent company. Yeah, but I don't think. I thought it was Chrysler. I, no, Chrysler changed the name to Stellantis. Yeah. For some, but their cars know. are still Chrysler, aren't they? It may have the Chrysler's emblem on it, but I don't know if it's... I don't know. So you, if they have the emblem, then they're still Chrysler cars. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't buy Chrysler's. <laughs> Out of my pay range. Never. And my sisters have Jeeps. Your aunts have Jeeps. But I have no need for a Jeep. I had a Jeep once. You did? It's the first car that I owned. Sat in the backyard forever. <laughs> and I believe that is about it. That's all I got. Uh, we will be back next Friday at Sunday. five. Su- Sunday at five. P- I got that worm in my brain. You got that brain. <laughs> I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that for every excuse. Uh, yeah, we will be back Sunday at five p.m. Uh, hopefully, we can get our audio fixed. Um. Yeah, make sure you thumbs up and like the videos, follow, subscribe, whatever you can do. Leave a comment. Tell us what to talk about. Yes. If you have any ideas. All that fun stuff. Leave a comment, leave links. Yeah. Share with uh, your friends, maybe even your family. We will hopefully have some more stuff to talk about next week. Otherwise, it's going to be a very short show. Um, Yeah, I guess that's it, right? Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Well, from all of us to all of you, have a great day.